this on? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, it's on. So I uh, wanted to uh, thank the band for my voice being gone. Appreciate that, guys. Uh, I always like, you know, well, we can, yeah, we can thank the band in general. Let's thank the band. I think we should, yeah. But uh, usually at camp, I try and pace it and make sure my voice, you know, stays intact and, uh, you know, not just like totally belted out during worship. And then last night, I just couldn't help it. I just could not help it. So I lost my voice. So um, it just sounds like I have a cold or snuff nose or it's deeper. I don't know. But I uh, really appreciate them being with us this week. Um, really glad uh, for what God did last night. Excited about that. Excited about just it's so much fun getting to spend time at camp. And I, I just cannot believe this is our last day. It's just, it's just challenging to accept it's challenging to accept. It's almost as difficult to as accept uh, as the fact that we are going home in like, what is it, like 12 hours? No. I know. I know. I know. It's terrible. You know what? Let's just fight the system. Let's just stay here. Yeah? You know what I'm saying? We got food. We got food. We got water. We got our Bibles. We can stay as long as we want. You know, no, that's not true. Your parents will kill me. Like literally. So. All right, but uh, I want to do something. Um, I wanted to take, uh, before we uh, got into our study today, wanted to take a picture for the Instagram page. Um, so uh, if you guys want to, I don't know, should we have you scoot in? I don't know how I'll get a picture of all of you. A panorama? All right, I'll try a panorama. All right, it's important that you don't move. Can you bring up the house lights a little bit? The house lights, that'd be great. All right, switch back. All right. No one can move. No one can look like they're having fun. You gotta look like you're totally bored. I'm just kidding. You can do whatever you want. Okay, here we go. Ready? Slowly panning. Slowly panning. My Bible stand is in the way. Got it. Perfect. All right, guys. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, also noticed that um, one or two of you have posted on Instagram while at camp. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you followed the middle school account while at camp. Yeah. That's awkward because um, you need a phone to do that. Okay, cool. We're going we're gonna to make sure that doesn't happen anymore. All right. So today, open your Bibles to Matthew 22, verse... 36, Matthew 22, verse 36. Matthew, verse 22. I'm sorry, chapter 22, verse 36. All right, guys, we're going to get into our study for today. I'm going to read from Matthew uh, chapter 22, verse 36 through uh, 40. I want you guys to read along with me. It says this, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? 
Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. All right, let's pray and get into our study for today. Father God, you are good, and we pause tonight, or sorry, not tonight, this morning. We pause this morning, God, to, uh, to remember who you are, to uh, open the scriptures, Lord, and learn more about you. I thank you so much for what you have accomplished thus far at camp, God. We are so encouraged by what you've, what you've done so far in our lives and, and allowing us to be safe and to have fun, God. And we ask that you um, continue with us until the end when we go home. Uh, keep us safe on our ride home as well. And it's in the name of your son, Jesus, we pray this morning. Amen. Amen. So when I was in about third or fourth grade, I had this one friend who I loved to go to his house. I loved going to this guy's house. His name was Brock Sanders. And when Brock Sanders would invite me over to his house, it was like the best thing ever. And let me tell you why. Because I would arrive at his house, at his parents' house, and he'd be like, hey, man, you want to go get something to eat? I'm like, yeah, sure, cool. And like we go into the pantry, and he would just open the doors to his pantry and take out whatever he wanted. Like he didn't have to ask his parents. And it was just, you open it up, and it's just like this mountain of junk food, and it's all there just waiting to be tasted, just waiting for us. And so I, I open it up, and, and we would eat whatever we wanted, and we didn't even have to ask his mom. We didn't have to ask his mom, like, hey, can we open the bag of Oreos, or, like, can we, like, do some chores? Anything we wanted. It was awesome. And then we could watch any movie that we wanted at his house. I mean, we were, like, nine, and I watched my first PG-13 movie at his house. Yeah. Yeah, I know, nine years old, PG-13, what up? I was pretty excited about that. And we, we could watch whatever movie we wanted. We didn't even have to ask his parents. Sometimes I'd feel guilty and maybe call my parents, but I, I, I didn't even have to ask his parents. I didn't even ask his mom. Then we'd go outside, and we had these, like, foam baseball bats. So they're, like, kind of plastic where you hit a wiffle ball with them. We're smacking a wiffle ball, and I hit one farther than him, and he was angry about that, so he hit me with the bat. And then I hit him with the bat, and it kind of hurt. And we were kind of, like, smacking each other with these bats. And his mom came outside, like, was on the deck, and she was on the phone. She saw us, turned away, and just walked inside. I'm like, cool, we can hit each other. And we just keep smacking each other, smacking each other. And there was, like, no rules when you went over to Brock Sanders' house. You could do whatever you wanted. And it was, like, the greatest feeling in the world. And then I would go home. Yeah, I know, right? I'd get home, and there would be rules. And I couldn't watch the PG-13 movies because I was nine. And I couldn't eat whatever I wanted at any time when I wanted, whether it was midnight. And I, I had a bedtime. And there were all these rules, and I'm thinking, man, Brock Sanders thinks it's so good. He gets free and he gets to do whatever he wants. And I'm over here, I got these rules. I got parents who love me as they spank me with a spatula on my behind. They say they love me. And here's, here's Brock with all this freedom, and here I am just trapped in this prison with these parents who claim to love me. And it was just an amazing contrast to see the difference here, to see the, the variations between Brock's apparent freedom and my apparent slavery to parents who love me. Well, well I want us to talk today about something that, that Christians view poorly about ourselves and about those who are not Christians. Sometimes Christians get a mindset, 
And the mindset is, well, Christians, we have, we have all these silly rules we have to follow. We have all these things that we have to do. And you know what? People who aren't saved, who aren't Christians, they don't, they don't really have these restrictions. Hey, if they want to curse, they just kind of do it. If they want to lie or cheat on a test and they get away with it, they can do it. Man, they kind of have this, this freedom to kind of do whatever they want. And, and, and I'm stuck over here, and I have all these rules and regulations and things to follow as a Christian. And we view them as free, and sometimes we view ourselves as burdened by rules or responsibilities or doing what's right. And I want us to see that that could not be more opposite. It couldn't be more opposite. And, and Jesus tries to explain this in this passage here. Some teachers of the law come to Jesus, and these guys were experts at the law. You see, back in Jesus' time, there were people who, as almost a profession, would come up with laws or regulations that the Jewish people had to follow. One of their rules was that, that you could not spit on a Sunday. Yeah, you couldn't spit on a Sunday. Why? Because if you spit, it could hit the ground, your spittle, your little loogie you hocked up, and it could roll a little bit. And if it rolled in the ground, it could cause like a little furrow, and that furrow could be considered plowing, and you're not supposed to do any work on Sunday. Yeah, I know, right? Pretty ridiculous. They had all these rules and regulations. If you had an animal that was stuck in a puddle or stuck in a well, you couldn't get it out on Sunday. It is let die. Sorry, Fido. I know you got stuck in the well. I, I can't help you. It's a Sunday. Just hope you're alive in 24 hours. Peace. And they, they, could, they had all these rules and regulations and these experts of the law. They come to this Jesus, this teacher, this man who caused so much commotion. And they come to him and they're trying to trick him. They're trying to get him to pick, hey, which is the greatest commandment? Which is the best rule of all the rules? And the reason they want him to do this is so they can say, oh, you don't think the other rules are important, Jesus? Oh, you think, do you think not lying is the most important rule and you're not going to, you know, talk about the one about spitting on Sundays? What's wrong with you? You're terrible. They want to trap Jesus into picking a rule that is the best in his mind. And then they can use that against him. Well, Jesus answers them. What's the greatest rule? Well, well the greatest rule is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That's the greatest rule that there is. And the second greatest rule is to, to love your neighbor as yourself. You see, Jesus was trying to show them something because what he said was, all the laws and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Jesus says, if you follow these two commandments, and you actually believe them, you'll follow all the others because your heart if your heart is given to God and is attuned towards God, you will follow after him just naturally. I recently had a friend who uh, got a girlfriend, and he has a girlfriend now. And I've noticed a few changes with him. Um, he's much more busy now, for sure. And he just does things that are so ridiculous. Like, he will wake up early, which is bizarre enough if you know him. Wake up early, cook breakfast for this girl, drive to her house, take her breakfast, and be like, hey, I made your breakfast. I'm like, what do you, wait, you, you woke up early, made breakfast, drove across town to give her breakfast in the morning. Why did you do that? And he goes, 
I don't know. I have blacker. And I'm like, what are you, are you, lo- what is wrong with your mind? And he spends so much time with her, cares so much. He thought so much about what to get her for Christmas. It was sickening. He's like, hey, Barrett, what do you think about this idea for Christmas? Hey, Barrett, what, what do you think I should get her for Christmas? What do you think about this idea for Christmas? I'm like, just, just buy her a gift, okay? Go to Target, buy some Doritos, wrap them up, gift, Christmas, done with it, okay? Stop. But he, he took so much time and energy in what to get her for Christmas. And I almost just wanted to ask him, like, dude, did she make, like, a rules list for you? Like, as my boyfriend, these are the rules that you have to do. You have to make me breakfast at least once a month and come over to my house and bring it over there. You have to say sweetie and honey pie and make googly eyes at me at least three times a day. Three times a day, Andrew. And then, and then what you got to do next is, and no, 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 that's not exactly what happens. Out of his caring for her, he just does it. Out of his love and caring, he just acts and he moves and he breathes and it moves from his care for her. And it manifests in action. He's not told to do it. It's just a natural thing because he cares for her. He loves her. Now, God is the same way. Jesus is saying, look, if you naturally love God and care for God, then you'll just do for him. You'll just follow these rules and you'll, you'll act out and you'll live out that love. You won't need to be told to do it. It'll, it'll just happen. And it'll be a natural side effect of your love for God. Because the rules and, and laws and commandments that God gives you is a side effect of his love for you. Let me explain, going back to that analogy of of Brock's parents versus my parents. My parents cared about me. They loved me. They knew when I watched that PG-13 movie that I would be awake in my room at 2 in the morning with a wiffle bat looking around for the velociraptor in Jurassic Park to attack me and rip open my jugular. They knew that would happen. And they loved me enough to say, Barrett, I know you say you want to watch this movie, but I know this isn't right for you. I'm going to ask you to not do it. Now, I still had the choice to obey them or disobey them. But they were giving me this rule to protect me, to help me. When they said to me, Barrett, I know you've eaten an entire gallon of ice cream. I'm going to stop you there, okay? I don't think the second gallon will be a good idea at 2 in the morning. I'm going to stop you there. Maybe I can whine and complain. Oh, why, Dad? I like ice cream, man. We can complain, but when you understand that he's doing it out of his love for us, he puts these rules up out of love to protect us, to, to help us, to aid us. And God, when he makes these rules, he's not like, oh, man, I'll bet you they would love to lie. Well, I'm going to ruin their day. No lying. Put it in the Bible. They can't do it now. <laughs> he's not trying to ruin our happiness or our joy or stop us from doing what we want. What he's trying to do is protect us, help us, because he knows. He knows the consequences of sin. He knows how it rips apart our life and how it hurts us. So he makes these rules to help us. Because let me tell you a secret. The, the freedom that we think people enjoy who aren't Christians and, and acting and doing whatever they want, that want is hurting them. That, that doing whatever they want, it is killing them. Because they are now a slave to what they want. And they are too being compelled by love. 
but it is a love for themselves. It is a love for their desire and a, and a self-pleasing love. And the problem is, is they act out and do and live out that love for themselves. It tears them apart. It hurts relationships with other people. And it develops a life that is not healthy. And don't listen to anyone who, who says they're entirely free because in a way that they're a slave to themselves their own desires, and they can't control it. I was reading uh, the news about a man who was uh, addicted to uh, really strong drugs, just really strong heroin, and, and he could not break free of it. And it was to the point where he had committed three different robberies, and he had robbed elderly people. Elderly people. One of the guys was 90. I didn't even believe. I don't know why he was even outside walking. 91 years old. He robbed a 91-year-old took his money so that he could go and satisfy his wants and his needs and his desires and buy more drugs to use. He was a slave where he would do things that were ridiculous and he couldn't even control because he was so compelled by his desire, by his love for himself and by this addiction for what he wanted. And his want became something different. It became a need. And we are in a way a slave to our needs. We willingly give up our freedom for it. And this man was willingly giving up his freedom because he made something that was a want into a need. Well, well guys, what, what I want us to understand today is, is this. God in his love gave us a choice. He didn't write a bunch of rules out and say, follow these or else. He didn't say, follow these really well, and if you don't do a good enough job, you're not saved. He didn't do that. He said, you're not saved depending on how well you follow these rules. That's, that's not what it is. You're saved by the grace and power of Jesus Christ. And I don't want you to feel the burden of the law or that, that if you don't follow these rules to the letter, then you won't be saved. That's not what I'm saying. But, but what Jesus is saying is this. Look, if, if you love God, though, if you love him, then your actions will follow in line with that love. And your actions will line up and you'll understand that the rules that I give to you are given to you out of love. And they would help you. And that we wouldn't see these things as a burden but as a blessing. God's trying to help us. Are we listening? Do you follow out of fear or do you follow out of love? Do you feel the freedom in your love for God to live out a life that is honoring to him? Or do you feel trapped or compelled to do other things that, that don't demonstrate love for him? I want us to feel this freedom to demonstrate our love. And at times, we lay down our freedom because of love. We lay down our freedom because of love. We, we take our time and we sacrifice it because we love it. And no one makes us do it, but we choose to make that sacrifice. At times, we choose to, to give up our time, to give up our energy, to give up sometimes even what we might want for a greater purpose, for a greater thing. And why do we do that for the Lord's sake? I want to encourage you guys as you go to your cog today um, and as you depart from here, to spend this next hour seeking after God, 
that we talked last night about our burdens, I want you to write those down. Write down what you felt God was teaching you last night or maybe this morning or, or during cabin groups and, and write that down and meditate on that. Think on that. And I really want you guys to be able to focus on him, remove distractions, don't be talking in the cabin, don't be distracting one another, allow each other to focus on one another. So let's pause and let's pray and you guys will be dismissed. Father God, I, I thank you for these students. I pray that you'd be with them as they go for the next hour to spend time with you. I, I pray that, that we would, in love, understand you, Lord, and that our, our first action would be to, to love you with all of our heart and soul and mind and, and to love other people. And all, all the other commandments would just fall into place, Lord. I pray that we would see that that we have the freedom to choose to love you and to choose to follow you. And you gave us that choice. Thank you for that, God. Be with these students as they depart. Help them to have a wonderful time with you and let you speak to them. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. So we finished a little early. So what that means is at 11.15, we're going to stop TOG. So we're going to go from 10.15 to 11.15. So please depart and uh, we'll go there. <laughs>